back here on After Hours, 610 Sports Radio, about an hour left of the show. Thanks for all that are joining us. 913-586-7610. Colder than hell outside. Colder than hell outside. Dusty, this is G-Babe, and your boy called one like you. Be doing, we're going to get Miami, Buffalo, and do you think CJ can beat Baltimore? I don't know. He's got a lot of house money to do so. I know that. I do know that. I have peanut butter, chocolate, French toast, Belgian waffle, maple stout I can bring you. Oh, nice. Not a big stout guy, but tonight might change. It is 8 o'clock here on After Hours, so what we do every single night is we do the out-of-left-field question tonight. The question, what is one advantage the weather in Kansas City that is currently going on? What is one advantage you get from it? James, let's get to the out-of-left-field question. Again, the number, 913-586-7610. What's one advantage you get with this current weather in Kansas City? James, I do this every night. Either I can go first or you can go first. It is totally your call. I leave the power in your hands. I'll go ahead and take it. Um, Cold weather, as soon as it comes around, I love to whip up some chili. Chili, chili, chili. And then I gather, I'm a family man, you know that. Um... Got a couple kids around, and I like to gather them up, watch some good movies, and just hang out with the fam. Yeah, I dig that. We did uh, we did chili Saturday, then chili dogs last night. Oh yeah, that's the way you got to do it. You you always got to make enough to where you have leftovers, mm-hmm. and then you slam them on some chili dogs, or even maybe even some bratwurst. Ooh, ooh, I never thought about that. Are you, uh, when you do chili dogs, do you put mustard on the hot dog and then the chili? I, I put chili and then mustard on top. Okay. Cheese and onions. Ah, I can't do the onions. <laughs> I don't know what it is about onions. 913-586-7610. What's an advantage you get with this current weather in Kansas City? 913 says you forget to bring your groceries inside. Not a big deal. They're all good for days. I remember that during COVID times, you were supposed to like leave your groceries like in a separate area for like 24 hours. And then when you brought them in, you had to like wipe them down. Yeah. Yeah, I was like an OCD freak. I, I did a, a little bit of Instacart shopping. Yeah, my buddy did that too. And I ran into a couple people that would insist that we leave it at the garage or mm-hmm. leave it on the doorstep or, you know, whatever their desires might be. I still think COVID started with all those people licking ice cream. Do you remember that trend that was going around? People go to, like, the freezer section and, like, lick ice cream and put it back in there? (laughs) Nasty ass. Um, Step on Mary always chimes in. She says, no bugs outside and allergies go away. That's an advantage this weather brings. Yeah. I hate, hate mosquitoes. So I wish you could just, like, invent, like, a spray. That just zaps all these, like, insects during, like, the summertime. Because I love nothing more than just to sit on a patio and listen to tunes and slip away into the evening. Nothing more annoying than when you got just something zapping your leg. Go get you go get you a little fogger. Go get you a fogger from the camping section. You just spray that constantly? Yeah. Or is it a one well, and done? You, you, you could spray it, just spray your area that you want to protect from, and, and maybe a couple of Centronella candles. You'd be good to go. Okay. I do like the Centronella. I would say my biggest, I don't know, my biggest advantage that this weather gives you 
is that you get to handle your own bourbon the way that you want to do it, and you don't feel too much like a scumbag. I'm not saying you got to get, you know, super toasted every night. But if you've got a nice little bottle of, like, you know, your favorite bourbon, it doesn't have to be, like, a super allocated one, like a Blanton's or, like, an Eagle Rare. But you go home, you know, you had to deal with some idiots in traffic. You're not going anywhere. It's a perfect time to dive into some bourbon. It's going to warm you up. You may have never been a bourbon person before. Might have been a tequila guy. Might have been a beer gal. Might have been a wine person. But the weather that we currently have makes me want to go to Hy-Vee and get a frozen pizza and a bottle of single barrel Four Roses and not feel bad about it. Now, if I were to do that in the middle of, like, July, I'd be like, what are you doing? On a Monday night, you need a frozen pizza and drink bourbon and sit inside. I'm going to be a little skeptical myself. But on a day where the temperature, according to my watch, is 2, 2. I'm okay with that. 913-586-7610. What's one advantage this weather in KC currently gives you? From the 913, this weather gets you ready to go to Buffalo and you're not scared to go because you know what the cold is like. It's going to feel like a tropical paradise in Buffalo on Sat- on Sunday. It's going to be 25 degrees. That's going to feel like Miami. Literally. It's going to be 25 and feel like 20. It hasn't felt like 20 in Kansas City for four days. From the 816, an advantage this weather can give you in this, this city right now, less traffic. For obvious reasons from the 816. Yeah, I was, uh, I kind of gambled today. Because I don't normally get to this studio around like 4.30 for this show. I'll do a lot of the planning at the house, get as much done as I can, and then I'll hit the road. And I looked outside and I was like, oh, shocker, it's snowing again. Great. It's still cold. My car still hates me. I'm still going to leave at 4 o'clock. And I did. The roads weren't bad. But there were some people treating it as if it was a blizzard. And fortunate enough, these people understand how to drive. And they were all in the middle lane or the right lane. I don't feel like I was being a Richard the way that I was driving. I was just going 70 miles an hour in the fast lane. It seemed fine. It didn't seem terrible. From the 816, no one going door to door, ZC. You got to go to Westlake Ace or the dollar store and get you one of those no soliciting signs. Those things will change your life. Remember the first time my stepdad got one and he put it on our glass door at our house. I was like, what is that? He's like, this way people don't knock on the door and ask you to buy stuff. (laughs) I was like, oh, really? He goes, yeah, watch. Next time you see somebody walking up the street, they'll see that sign and they'll just veer right. And sure as you know what, within a day, there were two dudes in white shirts and black ties walking up our driveway, looked at the door, stopped, I kid you not, stopped, and turned around. From the 913, roads are bad now. Careful going home. I've seen wrecks everywhere. Well, that's unfortunate. Didn't like hearing that. I'm also one of those guys that if the roads are bad and my drive is normally 25 minutes, I'll go 45 miles per hour on the highway. I don't care if it takes me an hour to get home. As long as I get home. Because the last thing I want to do is be stranded on the side of the road calling my insurance company being like, yeah, there's not a driver anywhere in sight. You're going to be there for at least two hours. 
Not good. Roads are bad. From the 816, plenty of seats at your favorite bar. That is no joke. I had a buddy of mine who had a a birthday celebration yesterday. And we went to Station 7. It's like a Martin City spinoff, I think. Maybe it is Martin. It's on Colburn and 7 Highway in Blue Springs near Lottawana. Not anybody in there. I was the only one in there with our group of people. That was it. Like there was a couple of families that had eight and then went home. I would assume it was like the after church crowd. There wasn't anybody there. Had a beer, had a sandwich, had a Caesar salad. It was gone. It was actually pretty nice. All right. Somebody from the 816. No bugs. From the 816 as well. Lots of sex. Helps keep the wife warm. Okay. A lot of boom-boom time going on this time of year. That's exactly why September is the most popular birth month. Mm. Everybody's getting naughty when it gets cold. I mean, what else are you going to do? This is a, I mean, yeah, true. Especially if you're drinking bourbon and getting a little hopped up in the fields. From the 816, this is a hot toddy night. Sit back and relax. Praise be. I love a nice hot toddy. A little honey. Little bitters, little whiskey, a lot of whiskey. Heat that little thing up, pour it in your glass, squeeze a little lemon in there, sit back and just toast away into the evening. From the 816, whiskey. Of course, the out of left field question tonight is what is one advantage that this weather that we currently have in Kansas City gives you? 816 is on James, chili. From the 816, yeah, roads are terrible and people aren't driving any better out here delivering pizza from Domino's. You be safe, delivery guy, from the 816. And also, tip your damn delivery drivers tonight. You might never tip them because you think there's an automatic tip already within the delivery fee. Your ass ain't going to get it. You're depending on someone else to bring it to you. Feel a little bit nicer today. I'm a fire sprinkler filter, so I get a lot of work with pipes freezing from the 913. Yeah, that's one thing that's also uh, a serious issue. Because I've had my pipes froze twice. And since then, I am that freak that will open the cabinets, leave a dripping faucet, and kind of gauge where my temperature is so none of that happens. Because I've seen some horror stories. Our buddy Nick Price, he was telling us today that his furnace went out. And it's been 54 degrees in his house. Eesh. From the 816 playoff football. Glad to see Jay Binkley joining the show tonight. Yeah, I mean, this is a great day, man. If you got off work early and you got to watch the second half of that Buffalo-Pittsburgh game, and then that rolled right into the Philadelphia-Tampa Bay game, that'll roll right into about 10 o'clock. And then you go watch your local weather or whatever it is you watch after that. Perfect night for that. From the 816. Thank you, Dustman. Good shout out to get the tips. Everybody's being asses because they don't want to get out, but they're not tipping either. Appreciate you, longtime listener. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. I try to do my best. And as we do every night, we try to tell people to be kind because it's cool to care. 913 586 7610. What's one advantage you get with this current weather in Kansas City? Speaking of advantages, Patrick Mahomes has played at home every single time in the playoffs, unless it was a Super Bowl. Now he goes on the road. Advantage or disadvantage? Kansas City will play Buffalo Sunday at 530. That was the out-of-left-field question. Thanks to James. Thanks to all the text 
that came in. Again, tip your delivery drivers. Whether it's DoorDash, Uber Eats, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Minsky's, whatever you're getting delivered to you or dashed to you. Be a little bit nicer. 913-586-7610 on the other side. We dive into Chiefs at Buffalo. Mahomes on the road. Scary? Maybe. But it may not be scary for the Kansas City Chiefs. James, Dusty Likes, After Hours. This is 610 Sports Radio. Dirty Werewolf's tones always keep us warm. I don't know who the Dirty Werewolf is. Couldn't tell you. Although, shout out to the uh, to the fan at Center Block Brewery that went out of their way to uh, make a sign that said, bring back the Dirty Werewolf and a laminated piece of paper with a werewolf in the middle and then the text below it. Appreciate that. But I can't. You know, sometimes in life you have to uh, give up on something that you once cherished so much. Whether it's your fault or not, sometimes you have to steer away from that. So I, uh, I blame ESPN and Xavier Balbadar. That's who I blame. I know you can get mad at me all you want. Uh, from the one six, I do heating and cooling. I put on force. I put on a four system one on Friday, two on Saturday, one on Friday. Just got off. All the thermostats said 32 when I turned the furnace on. All has broken pipes. Good Lord. Yeah, stay safe out there. Keep a blanket in your car. Always travel with some sort of water. You know? Dangerous times. This is why I play as much golf as physically possible in the spring, summer, and fall. People are like, why are you out there? It's like 56 degrees. Because soon it's going to be four. Or as of right now, it's two. Two degrees. Um, let's see. What does the wind chill say that it is outside? Because I am interested to know what that is. Because that's the one that always scares me. It is currently two degrees, and it feels like negative 14 with 13-mile-an-hour winds out of the northwest. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> Great. Philadelphia losing 16-3 to against Tampa Bay. I'm wondering if Sirianni's fired if, uh, if Philadelphia loses. They pull the trigger pretty quick. I also saw that uh, former uh, Chiefs beat writer for the Star, Brooke Pryor, asked Mike Tomlin today at the podium. Got like halfway through her sentence and he walked off, which I believe the question was going to be, are you going to have any sort of conversation about stepping away? Because that was kind of something that I saw today on ESPN before I was leaving that they were talking about that there was a chance that Mike Tomlin, this is from Adam Schefter, saying that he wouldn't be fired that he would just step away. Obviously, he's uh, been in the league for 17 seasons. And they said that he would take a few years out and then come back somewhere else. I don't really think he's – I don't see that being a possibility. Then again, I didn't see Pete Carroll getting fired. Stranger things have happened. Like not playing a road playoff game and you've been in the league for five and a half years, almost six. That is what will happen as the Kansas City Chiefs will go to Buffalo and play the Buffalo Bills next Sunday – at 5.30, you can hear that pregame on 610 Sports Radio and 106.5 The Wolf. You can also hear the game on our sister station, 106.5 The Wolf, as well, as that game will be played Sunday, 5.30, in Orchard Park in Buffalo. First time Mahomes will go on the road. Um, 
I thought it was interesting after the game on Sunday, they had talked to Patrick Mahomes about what this team or what this team has been, where this offense has come. And this was Patrick Mahomes on changing the offensive mindset. I think I, I learned that this year. You, I mean, when it's not there, you got to be able to throw it underneath and, and punt the ball, flip the field, um, and not be frustrated with it. Um, I, I have that mentality. I want to score every single time. I play in the Big 12. I want to score every single time. Um, but when your defense is playing like that, you have to find what's the best way to win the football game. And if that's punting the ball, flipping the field, um, letting them get a stop for us, and then, and then scoring the next drive, that's what you got to do. So Patrick Mahomes on what's been going right, um, what's been the right formula. And this was Patrick Mahomes on Rasheed Rice pushing through the rookie wall. Yeah, I mean, he's doing great, man. Um, he's getting better and better every single week. Um, some of those guys hit that rookie wall, and it seems like he just kind of pushed right through it, and he's just continued to get better and better. And um, he's a great player. He has that right mentality. Um, he comes to work every single day, um, and he made a lot, of, a lot of great plays for us today that helped us win the football game. And the thing that's paired great with the new identity of this Kansas City offense is the fact they have this tough defense as well. I, I talked about it, I think, in training camp. I was like, I really would not want to play our defense um, because it's not just – I mean, not just – I mean, we have great players. We have great players all around every single level. You have players, you have depth, guys rotate in, um, can do it all. Um, and then you have Spags in this scheme, and there's, all the guys are so well coached in the scheme that they use it to their advantage, and you don't never know – where they're at. I mean, Sneak, you play inside, outside. I mean, Duffy, you play inside, outside. All the linebackers can, can guard and can make tackles. Um, and it's hard to get a beat on what they're doing. And so that's what I knew in training. I was like, man, I'm glad I don't have to play those guys because that would be tough. If you were ever going to play a game on the road and it was going to be your first time and you were going to play a team like Buffalo, you'd have to think that it's pretty nice to have this game be played with Patrick Mahomes and your defense. Come on, DeAndre Swift. Get in the end zone. First and goal for Philadelphia as they're fighting back. The finger does not look like it is an issue for one Jalen Hurts. That finger that looked like he had done Morse code for his entire life and arthritis had kicked in when he dislocated it last week. But if you were ever going to go on the road as a starting quarterback for the first time, you'd have to think that you'd feel a little comfortable with a badass defense to be on the other side of the field for you. And Mahomes, you would think, has to feel pretty comfortable when it comes to this defense and himself going on the road for the first time in his career in the playoffs in Buffalo. Now, the last time the Chiefs played Buffalo, they did not have Isaiah Pacheco. They had the game won, but somebody was just a little bit offsides. Somebody by the name of Kadarius Toney. And when you put together what is this defense that has been there all year and an offense that has restructured its identity to simplicity at its finest, I like where this team can go because there's not a whole lot of focus that you have to put into your offense if you know that it is generated between three guys. Rushy Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey last week, 7 for 71. Rasheed Rice, I believe, had eight for 130 in a touchdown, and Isaiah Pacheco got the ball 24 times for 89 yards. The recipe is very proven of what makes this a delicious batch of food for the offense. It is incorporate your running game as much as physically possible. If they don't trust Rasheed Rice, then hammer number four until they do, and once they show you any sort of leak, 87 comes very beautifully into the picture. And that's what can make this offense great. And I've said it before. 
once this offense can get to 20 points and have the lead 20 to 10, 20 to 13, I feel very, very comfortable because of what they have on the other side, which is this defense. And what makes this defense scarier is that it's been proven week in and week out, week in and week out. There has never been a question the entire season of, I don't know, they really are lacking on the outside. They're lacking on interior. No. It is one of the best units in the NFL. And you take Patrick Mahomes and you put him on the road and you say, hey, we got you. We're a defensive-driven team. You understand what the offense is. The simplicity has worked. Let's just keep rolling with that, and we got you back. The other scary thing that this defense might have is massive amounts of chips on their shoulder that are all, none of which is their fault. I'll dive into that on the other side with audio from Trent McDuffie and Legereus Sneed. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio for James and Dusty. We'll be right back. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. This is Trent McDuffie, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Just looked at my ETA to get back to Lee Summit. It says 37 minutes. That's about eight minutes out of the ordinary. Oh, it just already went down a minute. It's now 36. As after this, I will be 1,000% starting my car. It is cold out there. I am. Uh, It took one week, and I'm officially done with winter. One whole week. And I could, I could care less. From the 816, hey, Dusty. Hi. There are two L's in Bills, just like two L's in Buffalo. We'll have versus Mahomes in the playoffs. It's time for Mahomes to be the Reaper. Be grim and bring another playoff win to the Chiefs' kingdom. Chiefs win on Sunday. That'd be three times in the last four years that Mahomes would knock Buffalo out of the playoffs. Danny KCK, Dusty, I'm looking forward to going to Buffalo to pound Pacheco and Kelsey with the Bills injury. Should have a great game. And Rice, why did the Seahawks part ways with Pete Carroll? Take care. Dan, you, sir, take care. From what I saw today, Pete Carroll finally came out and said it seemed, at least what he said, that non-football people made a football move. I guess once you're fired, um, you can just say whatever you want. 16 to 9 is your Philadelphia Tampa Bay score. But yeah, that's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe they just, you know, they thought they stalled. They weren't going to go anywhere. It's time to move on. There still are um, at least what I could possibly think three head coaching vacancies possible until moves start to be made. Obviously, the two hottest names on the market are Jim Harbaugh, who had a meeting with the Los Angeles Chargers today, and Bill Belichick. Um, the three moves that could still be made at the head coaching position, at least from what I've seen and what I've followed and what I've gathered, is that there is a possibility that Mike Tomlin could step away. Now, when he was getting ready to be asked about that today, he stepped away from the podium immediately, just walked away, didn't even let her get her question off, was like halfway through it, and then just walked away. Um, Sirianni, I think we can talk about that a little bit because I think Sirianni has a chance 
at maybe being told not to come back to the building if they were to, in fact, lose to Tampa Bay on the road. Philadelphia still looks like they're fighting pretty well, though. They just uh, Devonta Smith has had one hell of a game. Jalen Hurts is still able to sling it uh, with that dislocated finger that happened a week ago. And then the other one is obviously Dallas. Um, no one knows yet the future of Mike McCarthy, but we all kind of have a, a guess at what could happen uh, towards the end of uh, what is the, the firings of the coach. There you go. Praise be to the snowplow drivers going through here right now. Shout out to those guys and gals, the service people on the streets, the people out there fixing frozen pipes, the people out there fixing the power. I know it can be stressful, but just trust in the above that everything will work out as long as you just stay patient. Just because something happened to you doesn't mean you got to go be rude to somebody else. But we talked about this on the other side uh, previously to the break about the defense and what might be the scariest thing because I'm not always like a huge believer, at least I wasn't, until I got to – watching the last dance. And I thought it was interesting because this defense, you'd have to think after what is 18, 19, 19 weeks of the NFL season that have been played for the Kansas City Chiefs, you'd have to think that they have to know they're pretty good, right? It's like somebody that loses a lot of weight. At first, a lot of people are going to be like, man, you look good. You look like you've lost a lot of weight. You look good. You look great. At first, you're going to be like, oh, thanks. You're just being nice because I've, you know, whatever. Oh, thank you. Eventually, once many, many people tell you that and you start to see yourself, you're like, man, I do kind of look good. But you're still going for more. You still want the flat chest. You still want the definition in the arms, the shoulders, the bat, whatever it may be. Trey McDuffie had this to say after the game against the Miami Dolphins where the defense was electric. Um, I know that play is going to haunt me for sure because mm-hmm. all I said, I feel like that's why we didn't get that donut on that scoreboard. Um, but, yeah, I think just not being able to find that ball. And um, when you're in that chase mode, you know, your heart's running. And I know, at least for me, I was like, I'd rather just take a penalty than a touchdown. But um, I feel like that's one of the hardest things is just knowing where that ball is going to be because um, all you're focused on is just trying to get to the receiver. Focused on that play, and it's going to haunt me for a while. It was one play, the only play in which Miami would score, and it was a very, very athletically great play by Tyreek Hill, ball thrown behind him, able to make guy move and score. But it was the only time they would score, and it would ruin what was a goose egg or a donut on the scoreboard for the Miami Dolphins. I find that pretty interesting because a game in which a team played near perfect and a team is unit that is the Chiefs defense, which probably, at least in my opinion, is the best, still took that as one of those aggravating things. No, 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 man, man, listen. You held the Miami Dolphins to one of 12 on third down. You allowed their season low seven points. This is a team that averages 400 yards a game. They had 158. That defense was great, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't perfect. And that is a very, very nice chip to have on your shoulder. A lot of people go through life. Oh, this person said I couldn't do it. I'm going to go and prove it until I do. And sometimes that aggressiveness can hurt you, take you back a step. But sometimes when it's a necessary chip, like this one where you're just upset because you gave up a score, the only score, and still beat this team 26-7, to and that offense never had a chance you're still going to post-game interviews telling people, yep, that's going to haunt me forever because we almost had a chance to put a donut up on the scoreboard. 
That is humbling. That is fierce. That is tenacious. And that is perfect to have that sort of mindset, knowing what kind of defense you are. And that's coming from an all-pro corner in his second year. Congratulations, Chiefs fans. You got a good one for a while. Another one that has a massive chip on their shoulder, maybe not according to them, is a Legereus Sneed. And this was Errol Coons of Fox 4's audio with Legereus Sneed in the locker room after the game against the Dolphins. The whole discussion of this game was how you're going to deal with their speed on the outsides. And obviously Tyreek and Jalen, how do you feel you guys handled them today, knowing that you held them to seven points today? So a pretty good effort for you guys. Uh, man, you know, they only had one, one explosive play, I think. And, you know, we came out and just do what we're doing, what we've been doing all week and all year. You know, just come out, play football to our best abilities. And I think we went out there, put hands on those guys and the guys up front, slowed them down. How much did that experience of guarding Tyreek over the years and, of course, in Germany help you out today? I mean, I wouldn't say uh, it's the experience that I had in practice with him. I can say it's come from a... All year you've embraced the challenge of guarding the number one guy, and now we're in the postseason. To have that challenge and really to come out with a win as a team, but not only get some good individual wins out there as well, what was that like for you to show up when it counts the most? Man, you know, I got a chip on my shoulder that I'm playing with, and I'm hungry right now, and I want more for myself and for my team. And, you know, I just got to keep eating and keep going. What is more? Oh, man, you know, just just, just proving more who I am, you know, to the world. And, you know. Is there a chip on the shoulder potentially because of the All-Pro or anything, or you just, like, moved on from that? Yeah, man, I moved on from that, you know. Goss is high and looks low, you know. I'm a pro in his eyes and just got more work to do for all that, yeah. All right, bro. I had mentioned earlier in this program of a show that we call After Hours when Jamar Chase was talking his talk about the Chiefs' defense that maybe it would have woken a sleeping giant, which is, you know, the offense. Oh, you're going to talk about our defense. We're going to show you an offense. And the fact that this defense still wants more and the fact that this defense still playing with a chip on their shoulder knowing that they're one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best, especially the work that they just did against the Miami Dolphins who had the number one offense in the NFL or a top three offense in the NFL, no matter how you want to look at it. And when you look at this Kansas City Chiefs defense and you look at what they do, right, offense is pretty much middle of the pack, 11th in total yards, 6th in passing yards, 15th in total points at 21.8. Total yards on their defense, they rank 3rd, giving up 310. Passing yards, they rank 4th, giving up 176. Points allowed, 17.3. That's why I tell you, if the Chiefs can get to 20, 21, even 24 points before the other team, the game is over. It's over. It's not happening. This team giving up only 17 points and averaging almost 22 points, the ratio is written on the wall. If this team can just get to 23, 24, 21 points first, and then you have this defense that plays with multiple chips on their shoulders, but all given to them by themselves, minus the all-pro snub, minus the Pro Bowl snub to Legereus needed, and they still want more, and they're upset they didn't only allow zero against the number one offense in football. At least we can all agree it was a top two, top three offense all year long, and you're mad that you give up one touchdown is going to haunt you forever and that you still want more. You better believe it. Keep going. Keep fighting. And again, we talked about if Mahomes was ever going to go on the road for the first time in his career to play a playoff game against an elite team like Buffalo that they are right now, the number two seed in their house, has a number five years. 
Never had a defense like this in five years. Oh, by the way, the year that he does go on the road for the first time, he's got one of the best defenses in the league and the second allowing scoring defense in the league. Yeah, sign me up for Sunday at 5.30. Coming up on the other side, we'll get to my final thoughts of this program, and we'll wrap things up. I hope you're all driving safe. For James, I'm Dusty. This is After Hours, and you're listening to 610 Sports Radio. Hope you're all safe and warm out there tonight as it is dangerously cold playoff coverage here nfl playoff coverage on 610 sports radio brought to you by twin peaks eat drink scenic views james dusty likens with you tonight on after hours a cold brisk night halftime in the philadelphia tampa bay game tampa leads 16 to 9 a real barn burner uh, in that game so should be a little interesting. Thanks to all of you that joined in on our out of left field question, as most of you do every night. There's always advantages when it is quite bleak out there. Man, I just wonder if Nick Sirianni can get fired. Just really, really wonder if he can get fired. You like that, Chiefs fans? See y'all. For the 913 Dusty, this is G-Baby. Take it easy on your way home. Buddy of mine just got in a car accident where he spun out and hit the guardrail on K-10. I am going the opposite way, but I will be very careful. I can promise you that. I am one of those people that I don't care if I get home at 10 o'clock, as long as I get home. And I'll stay in the middle lane. I won't go 80. I won't go 70. I'll go wherever I need to go, how fast I need to go just to get there. As likewise for all of you out there, drive safe. As I see a few people driving on the road they call Metcalf and Shawnee Mission Parkway, stay safe as it is very cold. Very cold. Uh, final thoughts here on this show as we get ready to sign off. There's two things I want to talk about. One is the future of playoff football because a lot of people upset with the game being on Peacock. Now, obviously, there were people here locally that got to watch it, but there's other people that are like, oh, if I want to watch that game, I've got to pay for Peacock. This was Mike Tirico on the success that was the Peacock addition to the NFL. What a scene last night as the Chiefs began to fetch their Super Bowl title with a 26-7 win over Miami, a night memorable for many reasons. So many unforgettable images from the fourth coldest playoff game in NFL history. And the passion of NFL fans added to the record books. An average of 23 million people stream the game on Peacock, making the first ever NFL playoff game to be exclusively streamed. The most streamed event of any kind in the U.S. ever. Super Wildcard Saturday was also an all-time record day for U.S. internet traffic, with most of those people interacting with NFL content online. Congratulations to our Comcast and NBC Universal teammates, and thanks to Commissioner Roger Goodell and our partners at the NFL and all the fans on this record-setting collaboration, a milestone moment in media and sports history. The key stat here is that it's the NFL. The NFL is a powerhouse conglomerate of a business. It is big business, huge business, giant business. 
And if they decide that they're going to do something like this, because I remember seeing that when Peacock was the home for this playoff game of Kansas City versus Miami, they were the most downloaded and seen app over Google, over TikTok, over anything you could imagine, which lets you know that with the way it's going and the way we're moving into the media future, this is going to happen over and over and over again. And there is going to be other games that are going to be exclusively on blank. Now, luckily for Chiefs fans and local Chiefs fans, you won't have to worry about that because you'll get your local coverage on your local home of the Chiefs. You can always listen to the radio too. But moving forward, you're going to see this more often than not, especially when the stakes are higher. No, I'm not saying that it's ever going to be the Super Bowl. It's going to be only on. That just can't happen. But there might be a time where, like, the AFC championship game or the NFC championship game is exclusively on whatever. Because when a company like Peacock goes to the NFL and says, we want to stream a game, we want it to be the playoffs, the NFL is going to set a high number because they can. And the gamble and the know-with-all that they have now with what the NFL can produce, streaming devices are going to do this because they know in the long run they're going to win, even if their app is only $6. If 23 million people are doing that, math is very hard, but you can assume that that is a very large number and a successful 24 hours for a company with doing that. So, yes, it is a heavy, heavy uplift in the, in the beginning, but in the long run, it seems to work out just fine. My other final thought that I have on this evening is the continued slander and hate against the Chiefs fan base for one Taylor Swift. And what I'm referencing is that video you saw of everybody swag surf, Mama Kelsey doing it, Mrs. Mrs. Mahomes doing it, Taylor Swift doing it. All the friends behind them doing it. The entire crowd doing it. And then all you get are these whiny-ass media people or these whiny-ass people that tell themselves, this is why I hate the Chiefs. And I know why they don't like the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs win. And the Chiefs always are in these situations where it's the playoffs. And now the Chiefs have debating or debatable, the most famous person in the entire United States locked into their fan base because she's dating their star tight end. And what I seemingly noticed is that nobody had any issues with Eminem going nuts in Detroit last night. Oh, well, Dusty, Eminem's not annoying. Really? Really? Because I remember a lot of people, a lot of people, really didn't like Eminem when I was a teenager, didn't like him when I was a young adult, and some still don't like him. And he's out here ramping up the crowd. They're showing shots of Eminem in the crowd. He got to do the pregame of the Detroit Lions-Rams game before the game. Tariko was quoting, lose yourself, as he was throwing it to their sideline reporter, Aaron Andrews. Or it wasn't Aaron Andrews, but it was to their sideline reporter. No one bats an eye. But since it's Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs, 
And the NFL just always seems to zoom in on Taylor Swift. Let it be. Because you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of one of the seven deadly sins called envy. And I think there's a lot of fan bases out there that envy the Chiefs. Because overnight, the Chiefs became Hollywood. Not the most dominant NFL team. Not the most prolific quarterback. Not the greatest tight end. Once the Taylor Swift thing happened, they went Hollywood. And one of two things happened. Either you broke off and leaned into it like we have done on this show and said, you know what? They hate you because they ain't you. They hate us because they ain't us. Ain't us. Maybe more more clear with that. Not ain't us. And the other side is they're annoying. I don't like them. They upset me. She's annoying. You know what? I bet if she was in the Philadelphia fan base, they would love her. And I can't say that everyone in Kansas City would be like, ah, this is annoying. I don't know. But you get to own it. It's like people that go to Duke games. Oh, the Cameron Crazies are so annoying. They jump and yell and all this. You know what? who loves that? Duke and their fan base. You know the only thing that matters in that sort of situation? Duke and their fan base. They hate you because they ain't you. And the Chiefs have that same exact mantra. It's that same exact energy. Let people live their life to the fullest. It's fine. She wasn't the only one out there doing it. The whole crowd was doing it. The whole suite was doing it. Everybody was doing it. And it let me know very well that when all the attention goes to one person that everybody else is doing, you specifically hate the Chiefs because you ain't the Chiefs. And now Patrick Mahomes will go to Buffalo to play his first road playoff game with one hell of a defense and one hell of a head coach. And if they didn't hate you then, they're really going to hate you now. I don't hate anybody out there. I really don't. And there's people that I could, but I refuse to. Because it, it takes way more energy to hate than it does to love. Drive safe and always go do nice things for people. It could change their day, week, month, or year. You have no idea. All I know is that it's cool to care. Continue to live your new year right. Drive safe. Be safe. James, thanks for all your help tonight. Thanks to Pete Sweeney. Thanks to the text line. Thanks to the listeners. Stay safe. Stay warm. Good night, Kansas City. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Injury that you hurt playing pickup basketball, my friends over at QC Kinetics can get you back in the game with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. You want the same treatment that elite athletes have been using for years? QC Kinetics has you covered. Your body has what it needs to restore and repair damaged joint tissue, and QC Kinetics can 